whole new level of swagger to him. So let's just get into it, I guess. I guess. Emergency. All right. So date and time, May 5th at 445, emergency podcast because of the events that have just transpired. What did you just say? You got off. Are we recording right now? We are. This podcast is on Zoom since I'm in the city. So if you hear any beeps or sirens or anything, it's because I'm sitting right next to my window. It's because the the, the uh, uh, emergency services are going yes. to Madison Square Garden. You know, I heard George for a lot Paros, of reasons. I heard George Paros might attend the game tonight. I heard he is. That's what Larry Brooks reported. Oh yeah. Okay. So so let's get into it. This uh, we I think we kicked around the idea of having an emergency podcast just to for the prelude to you know the Capitals Rangers Tom Wilson game tonight, right? Yeah. Um, but we we decided not to do it. And then uh, upon waiting for this game to uh, occur, obviously the news breaks that uh, John Davidson and Jeff Gorton have been fired. And all the speculation and reporting, right? We have no access to any reporting. Uh, so we see the same stuff everybody else sees. Yeah, we just go on um, Twitter if anybody, like, uh, if anybody's wondering. That's just how we do it most and of this our is, research. Um, this is cray-cray. I mean, this is just absolutely yeah. nuts. Well, okay. Never. I'm not... I, I, I feel bad for JD. I really do. I, like uh, yeah, you said, of course. I don't feel too bad for Gordon. I was never like his biggest fan. I mean, I don't really care either way, but JD, I feel bad for. I don't know if this is true, but I thought I read that he had like one, uh, one of the out clauses he had in his contract with Columbus was to come to the Rangers. Yeah. Um, I, he wanted to, and it's like, he yeah, got two just, years. He got two years as president. I feel terrible well, for him. This they, was like his he, dream job. You're dealing with a, 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 a clown baby that's an owner. Yeah. I mean, let's just be real here. Let's be real about the owner. I mean, he was handed the the uh, the kingdom, the keys to the kingdom. He is almost, if not single-handedly, has been maybe one of the most instrumental people in, in ruining the New York Knicks franchise. Yes. Um, which I know they're having success this year. That's great. But I mean, they've been, they can't be good at the same time. Apparently they've been irrelevant. And uh, from reports, it was kind of like he found his, I don't know, his, his guru and Glenn Sather many, many years ago and, and trusted him so much that he didn't really bother with the Rangers side of things. Now, what's interesting is, so I don't know if, if you're, you know, reading all these reports coming out, whether it was related to the letter you know, there's a lot of reports. I'm sure if anyone is listening to the podcast, thousands and hundreds of thousands of people that listen to the podcast, they probably have seen the same report. So I don't know if we have to go through all of them, but if it wasn't related to the letter, they say uh, that was the statement uh, they put out yesterday. Statement, about the Tom statement. Wilson. Yes. Right. Uh, now other people are saying, well, no, uh, the statement was put out, but Gorton and JD right. well, distancing themselves from it. So who knows? But now it's about, well, he wasn't happy Dolan with the progress yeah. of the team. And it, maybe he was embarrassed that they were manhandled, you know, by the Islanders and then, you know, by Tom Wilson. But I just find that 
I don't know. That seems odd that all of a sudden. So I mean, like yeah. maybe it's. I don't know why you couldn't wait till at the same time. Yeah, I don't know why you couldn't wait. A little three, bit of all those things. I don't know why you couldn't wait three more games. If he was that upset by how they were playing, and that they didn't make the playoffs this season, and that they got manhandled by the Islanders three times. I don't know why you can't wait three more yeah. games to fire the president and the GM. Yeah, and I mean, also, you start with the coach. Yeah, that's what I would think, but that's what I was just going to say. Like, you have to think Quinn is next, right? I mean, yeah, and they all, they also, well, said, I mean, I don't think you could just clean house. I mean, not oh, that, that he cleaned house. I don't but, know what Quinn's there's no way he, with, uh, Chris Drury, who apparently is yeah. the new GM and president now. Um, I mean, yeah, I would be shocked if David Quinn's the coach after the last game of the season. Um, but then, then you also hear that um, in, uh, somebody was saying, there were reports that uh, Dolan wanted Gorton gone and JD didn't want to do it. And then they were both gone. I mean, so who knows? Yeah. Eventually maybe uh, the quote unquote truth will come out. We don't know. But at the, at the end of the day, if you are a fan of the New York Rangers, um, this just looks like chaos. It reminds it's... me, it reminds me of, well, it reminds me of how Dolan ran the Knicks, but it also reminds me of like, you know, it's like George Steinbrenner esque, you know, from like okay. the seventies, you know, somebody sneezed during a meeting and I'm going to yeah. fire you. You know, there's a great Seinfeld. I don't want uh, to on. You make a lot um, of Seinfeld references. Well, on because it's one of the greatest shows of all time. I don't, I don't want to make any assumptions on what's going to happen on the ice in terms of their record or playoff wise or anything like that, because there are instances where a GM will start a rebuild, then be fired. And then that team will go on to win. Yeah, I, no, no, I'm not saying it can happen with Chris. Yeah, Drury. I'm not saying that this means Chris Drury's been there the entire doomed. time. So it's like, it's not like he's he doesn't know what he's doing. I think, but I but think about Tampa Bay. Uh, Stevie Y constructed that entire team. Left for Detroit, then they win a cup. Uh, Chicago. Uh, Stan Bowman didn't take over until I forget what year, but then they won three. So it's not like he built. It's not Gorton. It's not like those guys built those teams. Gorton, you know, kind of deconstructed the whole thing, put it back together, and now they're going to move on to somebody else. It looks let like me Chris just, Let me, if I can, let me just stop you there because I, well, everything you're saying is 100% accurate. I think my misgivings about this is not. No, um, I know. And I was going to say that not next. That they, oh, I'm sorry. Well, I was just going to say that, you know, I don't want to make any assumptions yet, but it does seem like James Dolan is, is, uh, doing James Dolan things. And it's, that's yeah, what scares me the most. Yeah. And it should, it should scare everyone because yeah. he's a catastrophe. Yeah. I mean, let, let's be real. The, 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 the only thing that he's really ever accomplished on his own was he had a, a father that built a, a corporate, a, a business and he inherited it. Now, kudos to him. That's it's like, wonderful. It's like Jeff Wilpon. It's like the same thing, but he has no real, I mean, track record in terms of uh, running uh, yeah, franchises, like Jeff successful franchises. No, I should. Yes, it's important to 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 uh, use uh, uh, that word because he definitely has a, a track record of, of running franchises, usually into the ground. I'm saying yeah. successful franchises. Um, and, you know, all the, you know, J- uh, Jim Dolan fans will say, oh, the Knicks are good this year. Okay, James Dolan. Yeah. Whatever. James, Jim, clown baby. Look. He needs to just hire the right people, which he has trouble doing, and let them do what they know how to do. But that's that's what we're worried about. That's what we're worried about. Yeah, and uh, it's 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 unbelievable that all of a sudden now he's interested in the New York Rangers. So this seemed exactly, and I think that's partially why it seemed like it came out of like left field. That yeah. I did, I never could have seen this. Comment. I know. 
it's it's insane. It's cray cray. It's in cray. It, it's it, just, I mean, how how do you if these reports have some kernel of truth? This idea that he he wanted to go that they they were moving too slowly. Like what? I mean, like this. How how is that? He want he wants the playoff. Uh, and, yeah, if, if revenue. If that's the case, I totally believe it because it just goes to show how yeah. incompetent he is. Well, yeah, that's what He's I'm saying. Incompetent. That's what I'm saying. And I have no doubt that this man is going to put me in the uncompromising position of having to witness one of the, the greatest ranger as as the head coach. I just have a feeling, and especially after oh, listening yeah. to Messier on the Michael K show just a moment ago. Either, you know, I mean, I just have a feeling because that's the type of big splash type of yeah. you know, nonsense move. Big, and it I'm would not, be like a, a New York thing. It would be a New York sports thing yeah. to do. And again, it sounds like I'm I'm saying I don't want Mark Messi as the head coach or I think he would do a bad job. I don't know what he would do. There, there, there's almost nothing greater than the thought in my head that Messi could become the coach and, and win, win the Stanley Cup. Cup. I mean, he really is at this point, he kind of walks on water. Like, why couldn't he do it? But the odds are he won't, right? The odds are he won't. And yeah. probably in three or four years, he's going to have, you know, this guy will have to fire him. And I don't want to see that. I don't want to see that happen. All right. Well, okay. But I think I, it's, I think it's going to happen. That's my gut is telling me I May 5th at like five thirty, five o'clock. I think Messi is wow. going to be the coach. That soon? That quickly? You think? No, no. Gonna... I'm saying that I'm, I'm, I'm time stamping my prediction. Oh, oh, Okay. <laughs> I was going to say the this, game is like the game's no, no, like no, no, in two hours. No, How are no, they no, going to no. fire the coach? Not that, not that I'm saying that's out of this realm of possibility. I'm sure people are saying it already. But after hearing on Michael K, I don't know. I just right, and well, let's talk about that. The only thing to do. Yeah, let's talk about that because I have my uh, either uh, him or, I, or Isaiah Thomas. I think will be the Rangers coach, the next Rangers coach. <laughs> I'm a little. <laughs> <laughs> I. Uh... See, I know Messier because I mean I don't know him, but uh, you know him. You never told me all these. No, years. but like obviously, I never saw him play. I guess I technically did, but I was too young to comprehend what was happening or what was going on. Uh, but like I know him through you, and I know you're the biggest Messier fan I've ever I've ever met. Oh, there's so many of them. There's, I know there's many of them, but I mean, like through you, this guy is the greatest. He's the Messiah. He's all that stuff, which is great. I don't know if, I mean, I, I, I love mess, but I mean, like, I don't, I'm not comfortable with him coaching. I, I mean, is it totally possible that this guy could turn the team around and win a Stanley cup? Yeah. If anybody could do it, he could, but But I, I just don't, I would rather have an established coach. What's the. Like, I don't understand why that's, that's like not too much of an ask. Like, uh, like we were talking about when we were driving this weekend, um, you know, to me, the, the smart move is, and I, well, it, oh, I was, okay. You're going to bring that up too. I well, must have, uh, I must have ESPN. Well, we are like the talk. same. We're like the same person. It's just like, I'm afraid if Messier were to get, like, they were saying, oh, he might be president, but now he's not. But, like, whatever. If he were to get any sort of job in the front office or the coach, I'm afraid it'll sort of become, like, a boys club type thing or all these yeah. 90s, like, all those yeah, 80s, you know. And I'm not sure, sure if I, I feel too good about that. But hope, hopefully, and this is what we were going to talk about in the car, a uh, special someone from Carolina is – uh on the on the phone lines with Dolan, 
which I doubt he is, but I mean, yeah, so right. I mean, I don't know what the chances are because Rob Brindamore seems to want to stay in Carolina, but his contract Obviously. is up. There's been some talk in the past between the owner saying he doesn't like to pay his coaches a lot. Um, yeah, we read up se- on this. It seems like it's going to be a re-upping, but you know, if his contract is up, why not make a phone call or why not send some little birdies to yeah. say, you know, and, and he's making, he's making nothing, right? No, I, you know, we should, uh, we should just give like a rundown of what, all, right, that, all that stuff we read, because right. I'm not sure how many people know too much about Rod Brindamore's contract or whatever That's situation the coach Carolina we want. is Yeah. So if you don't know, Rod Brindamore is the coach of the Carolina Hurricanes. He captained he was the captain. Yeah, he captained the Hurricanes to a 2006 Stanley Cup and obviously has started coaching in Carolina when? 2018, 2019? About the same time as Quinn. Around, maybe a little bit later. Obviously, they've been very successful under him. And they play a game that guys like me and my father here really uh, enjoy. So basically, the research we did was that Rod Brindamore's contract is up at the end of this season with the Hurricanes. And obviously... I forget the Hurricanes owner's name, but him and Brindamore haven't had any talks yet because they're focusing on playoffs right now. Uh, but obviously they want to keep him there. It makes There's probably a small chance he goes anywhere else. It just seems like the Hurricanes are going to do everything in their power to keep him, and Brindamore wants to stay in Carolina. That's perfectly you know, fine and dandy. But... When uh, looking at Brindamore's contract, he's making 600k. Now, to put that in perspective, Quinn is making 2.3 million or something. I don't For know. A five-year contract. For Brindamore a five-year. Got three years. Brindamore got three six hundred thousand. So, and we also know that uh, from uh, the uh, the Carolina Hurricanes owner again, I forget his name, is uh, not too big on. Uh, paying coaches the league average for a coach. He's, I think he said something like, you know, just because the league decides or uh, organizations decide coaches are going to be paid this much doesn't mean I have to. So obviously he paid Brindamore $600,000 and that's not too much. Tom, Thomas Dundon. Dundon. Okay. Yeah. So uh, all I'm saying is that, and we were talking about this in the car, the logic is, the Rangers could quadruple that. Again, coach's salary does not go to the cap, keep in mind. The Rangers could quadruple that salary of 600K. So if the hurt, it's just a matter of making an offer, planting that seed. And if Dundon is being stubborn about keeping uh, uh, Brindamore and upping his salary, yeah, also Brindamore tension in there. Again, Brindamore wants, wants to keep all of his guys too. So the Rangers could say, We'll give you X amount of money, and you can bring in all your guys. And we'll give so, them X amount of money. Yeah, so when Dundon wants to be stubborn about the the salary he's going to make for how many years, whatever, if the negotiations are going slower, he has that offer in the back of his head. That's the logic, and I think it makes I mean, sense. It, yeah, why not make a run at that? That, to me, is the is uh, would be an awesome hockey um, decision. That there, are other, there are other guys that you could certainly – Look, I mean, we're talking as if David Quinn, it's a fatal complete that he's yeah, fired. We, I guess we don't technically know that. hasn't been fired yet. But we don't just, know that. I mean, it, but it just would blow my mind that if, if they, they don't fire the GM, the president. Um, <laughs> that would and, be and insane. Kept the coach. That, that would, would be insane. That would be actually, you know what? The way this year's gone, that probably makes perfect sense. That would be and next David level. David Quinn is going to be the coach next year. You really that, would be, that would be next level Dolan. Yeah, kind of that would 3D be crazy. Chess. Yeah. 
Um, so we'll see. So maybe maybe David Quinn is 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 uh, still the coach next year. But if he's not, to me, um, that would I mean I I would love to have Rob Brindamore as the coach. To me, he brings and that style of play. You saw that style of play in the against playoffs. the Rangers last year, but against other teams as well. Um, you saw that style of play, and that's to me where, where the Rangers should be heading. Um, now, of course, they'd have to add some pieces and stuff, but we we knew that anyway. But um, but I don't think that you know what scares. Getting back to our original point, what scares us about the firing? And I feel bad for JD. I love JD. Grew up with JD. Um, I didn't grow up with him personally, but watching him, yeah. um, Jeff Gordon. I mean, I don't have a whatever. Big problem with yeah, whatever. Um, I'm just worried about the Dolan factor, you know, and I'm worried about how influential still Glenn Sather is because that is, the I mean, question. you know, he gets some, he gets uh, lately, he got a lot of credit for, you know, the, the run they made, you know, in the uh, Tortorella Vigneault years, but geez, Louise, he was horrendous for so many years with the Rangers. Um, I mean, this yeah, is a guy who's, again, he, you can't knock his legacy, but I mean, the guy hasn't done so, you know, done really much in a, in a long <laughs> time. Let's be real. Yeah. I mean, he had the Oilers and look, he retired off that. I get it. And that's good enough. That's for a me. great I mean, way to that's go, a great go out. Look, but, um, you know, he, he seems to, uh, still have a big say and, and we all know that he, he and Dolan are, you know, buds. I mean, that's why he's been around for so long. Um, and that's why Dolan just let him do what he needed to do, you know, bring in guys who were 60 years old as free agents to, <laughs> you know, I mean, his first five, six, seven years with the Rangers and just keep spending money when there was no salary cap. Um, so my concern is that they're going to screw this up. Now, JD and Gorton, it's possible they would have screwed it up. Who knows? I mean, there's yeah. no guarantees, but exactly. I was for once, I was really, really happy. Um, and I felt like this with the New York Mets. Wait, in, what? In, what? For once, I was really happy. That the Rangers seemed to be doing it the right way. Oh, back in you know, like 2019? No, no. Yeah, or... like they would say, look, we are going to rebuild. And we're going to take our time. And we're going to try got, and do this right. So They and, got and their no, hometown guy and JD to run the yeah, whole thing. Well, yeah, and there was no guarantee that they were, were going to win multiple Stanley Cups. But I felt like they were trying to build a, a team winning... that... Yeah. Yes. Like the all the things was, Steve Cohen said when he fought right. the Mets. And all the teams, uh, all the things that other teams have done that I envy, where it's like, we're not trying to go for the quick fix. We're not trying to go for the ticket sales. We're not, not going to get this the, free agent. The we're not going to move. We're yeah. going to try like, the things that we're going to build does. an organization. Yeah. That's thing, going to the win. things that Lou Lamorello does yeah. and wins and wins cups and cups. That's what I want. Not yet. Yeah, I'm not saying they're going to win four cups in five years, but you can win two cups in five years, three cups in eight years. I mean, this is what I'm talking about. And it seemed like they were trying, they were trying to accomplish that and do it that way. And I'm like, wow, finally, this is great. And this jackass comes in potentially and blows this up by firing yeah. these two guys. And and now we'll have to see. I mean, Chris Drury could be the second coming of uh I don't know. You know yeah, George I'm McKay. actually a great GM. I don't know. But but is Chris Drury going to have full say on what's going on? That's my point. Yeah, I have. How, I don't have. How a... did he get this job right away? Yeah. Well, I mean, maybe he's just an interim guy. I doubt it. It could be. I mean, I doubt, I doubt he'll be. I doubt he'll be president, but he, it, he, it's very possible. He, he might be. I and, think he, and, I think he's just interim president, but it's very possible he could be a full time GM now. Well, I think he is. I mean, look, yeah, isn't it isn't it interesting that he had offers this year and he turned them down? 
to be GE to interview. For yeah, other GM I remember that. Why wouldn't a, why wouldn't an assistant GM listen to me? Now I'm not I trying know. to create conspiracy. Why wouldn't an assistant? You see how we were all shocked that JD and Gordon were fired. We were yeah. shocked. Everyone's shocked. I thought now, it might be just Gordon. I, well, I didn't he, expect to see JD in there. Well, too. hear hear me out. So if you're an assistant GM like Chris Drury, in a situation where you feel I got I'm I'm trying to make my bones here, right? I got a rebuilding team. I got this guy Gordon. If we keep winning, he's going to be around for a while. Why would you decline interviews to become a GM? That's what you're yeah. aiming for. Yeah. He kept declining them. Now, I'm not suggesting that there's some sort of Machiavellian plan on Chris Drury's part. What I'm suggesting is more realistically, you know, like in any company, in any organization, there's, there's you know, alliances. And yeah, who, who, who is he talking to? Who, who has his back? It just seems odd that he wouldn't even interview for a full uh, GM spot. And now all of a sudden he finds himself, he's the GM and the president in a move that shocked everyone. Yeah. So again, I'm not, I'm not trying to imply there's some nefarious motives on Drury's part at all. I'm not even saying that. I'm saying, I think he is the guy. I think he is the GM. I don't think he's going to be an interim. I think he will be be the the president too. too. The president, Um, I don't know about, but the GM, I think so for sure. My concern is that, my concern is that when you're dealing with a clown baby of an owner like this, who is effed up franchises yeah. like the Knicks, yeah, is Chris Drury, if he is indeed going to turn out to be a savvy hockey guy, a good GM, is he going to be able to do what he wants or does he have to answer to clown baby? Yeah. I, I, and if he has to answer to clown baby and he does answer to clown baby, then we, we are, are in trouble. Fooked. We yeah. are fooked. Yeah. And, if he is a really good at what he does and he doesn't want to answer to clown baby because clown baby doesn't know he's, he's going to be fired. About, <laughs> he's going to be fired or leave. Then we are fooked. So my concern I is that Jim Dolan is in the mix, baby. James. And Jim, James, jackass. He's in the mix <laughs> now and things are looking a lot worse. Yeah. A lot all, worse. All because he just decided to start touching the Rangers. I don't know why. I don't know. Listen, obviously there's the rumors that, you know, he put out that statement about Tom Wilson and that J.D. and Gordon didn't like it and they distanced themselves from it. And he was already tired with the team, so he just fired him, right? That's very possible that that could have happened. I don't know why all of a sudden, though, James Dolan seems to be prodding into the Rangers' business. He's never done that because we all know what happens when when he does that to teams. Well, it's, you know, I'm I'm not a psychologist. The timing is um, suspect because you could have just waited until the end of the season. Yeah, I, I'm not a psychologist. Although, I mean, either I do play one on TV. Um, so let me let me engage in some really crazy hypothetical uh, uh, psycho, psychological analysis. Um, I wouldn't doubt that Jim Dolan has been feeling real good about himself and probably taking credit. Probably yeah. forgot about the last twenty years of Nick's history. He's probably yeah, been yeah. really good about himself because what's going on with the Knicks. And I have to say, I, I, I don't follow basketball any longer. I don't really, I haven't been following what's going on with the Knicks. I know nothing about it. Um, all yeah, I know but, well, I mean, you've been playing great. Okay, but apparently. To, no, but all right, on. to be fair, to, though, you used to watch basketball a lot. Yeah. You used to watch the Knicks. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. you're talking I mean, about. 10, 15 years, I don't really watch pro well, basketball. Because they've been awful. Um, well, that hasn't helped. But my point is this. So I think I wouldn't doubt a guy like him. A guy, I mean, let's be real. The guy has the thinnest skin because he is, a, I mean, 
He's I, one I'm, of them. I'm uh, analyzing him, and he might be. He, maybe a bunch of people going to write and say, you know, Jim Dolan is the is it should be up the same. He's the greatest guy in the world. Maybe he is a fun guy. I don't know. All I know is this: he fits the prototype for a rich, rich kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was handed, handed everything. Everything he didn't yep. build it right. He's 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 he wants to. He has to kind of demonstrate that he he his way of the highway. I'm a tough guy. I know what's best. Charles Oakley said this. I'm going to throw him out of the thing. You know, whatever. I don't even know what went on there. But he obviously doesn't like when people say stuff about him. He has the thinnest skin. Uh, yeah, um, of course. Of course he, he does. And I think it's all because of his insecure, the fact that he doesn't know how to run a sports franchise. He probably doesn't know how to really run a business. Um, yeah. Uh, neither do I. But, you know, I'm not, I'm not doing that. Um, I'm a little more self-aware, maybe. But um, he, I, I forgot what I was going to say when I was psychoanalyzing uh, my, my friend Jim Dolan. Um, <laughs> I think he's probably now you say, whoa, he's yeah, why? Good. why why is he messing with the Rangers, you know? Because I bet you he came out of hiding a little bit, you know? He's a, the, the, the Knicks are winning, and it's oh, all because of him. the Knicks are good, so I guess Obviously, that means, It's all yeah. because of him. And now, you know, the, he was embarrassed or whatever happened. Um, so now he had to get involved. I mean, I don't, I don't know the reasons why. But this guy, meddling, is the absolute worst, worst thing. It's the yeah. best thing. The best thing about the garden the past 20 years is that he didn't meddle with the Rangers. Exactly. Not that that's, that everything's been sunshine and rainbows, but that was I know. the best thing. That's and, why any, and that is, any, he's getting involved now. Well, that's apparently. why anytime you ever hear his name, you're like, uh-oh, that's a problem. Because for the past decade, he hasn't bothered with the Rangers. And look at all the success they've had. They were three games away from a Stanley Cup. I mean, And he didn't probably even know. Actually, you know what? He probably did know because of all the checks he was getting. Or and you know what? Works, I mean, we like, just we just got rid of the will. I know, I know. Now, I don't know if Steve Cohen is going to win any World Series, but we just got rid of the will ponds. It was like it was. Oh, this is it fantastic. was euphoria. It this was, guy is saying all the right things. He wants to build it. It was great. And now, and now the Rangers, now they the go, Rangers down. Go, down. They go down. It's because the Knicks were getting good. They can't both be good at the same time. Not the two teams at this the garden. This is brutal. This is brutal. I don't know how this is going to play out. It, it you know could what, get, maybe. I'm very nervous. It could get really, really bad if he starts messing around with them. I don't want to like get ahead of myself because this is just one day. I know the president and the GM were fired. I have no idea what's going to happen tomorrow or tonight or in a week or in a month. But like, there's reason to be nervous about it because it's James Dolan. And yeah, in a salary cap sport, you can't have a jackass messing around with things. Because those no, guys you need guys that know what they're doing. Because you're going to trade for this guy, and and we're going to take on this contract, and well, you're fired, and, and yeah. then you get a guy who's making eleven million a year, who's fifty four years old. I mean, your whole team is implodes. You know, you can't do that. Like, you know, George Steinbrenner was impulsive, and he was a lunatic. But no there was no salary cap. cap in baseball, so exactly. yeah, they won a couple of World Series because. Uh, you know, you a amassed a lot of talent Well, in the 70s when George Steinberg oh. took them. They won 19. They went to three straight World Series. Yeah. They won in 77, 78. They went back in 81. You keep buying the the best free agents every year. Yeah, no, no Even salary, if you're dysfunctional, yeah. you have a better chance. of Well, so it doesn't work like that, you know, in, in, in salary cap uh, land. We'll see what happens. I uh, This is just unreal. I mean, this, it's amazing that this game tonight, which probably who knows if anything at all was going to happen has become like a complete afterthought when it yeah. was like the biggest thing. Everybody's like, Oh, one was going to happen in this game tonight. What are the Rangers? No, yeah, do I anything? know. In now a second, like, in a second, it's gone. Unbelievable. 
Unbelievable. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. This season in particular, this season has been a mess. It's um, been think nuts. about it. Think about it. The first of all, COVID. So there's that. There's, Wait a second. You what? just reminded me of something. What? All of this, what's going on. This is a Russian psyop. This is all yeah. Putin. Yeah. Putin be. behind all it of this. Might be. All right. I mean, sorry. think about it. Think no, about I know. it. I COVID, have thought about First it. of all, COVID happened. That's crazy. The season shortened. It's starting in January. Uh, uh, Chris Kreider or Georgie, I forget, punches D'Angelo. D'Angelo gets placed on waivers. Then uh, uh, Panarin is a victim of a Russian hit piece. Then uh, now this happens. First, then the Rangers get destroyed by the Islanders three times. Then... <laughs> Then Tom Wilson happens with Panarin. Now half their roster's injured. And then the GM and the president are fired after James Dolan puts out a state. I mean, assuming it was James Dolan, puts out that wicked statement. Jim Dolan. Jim Dolan. <laughs> yeah. What no, did you it's, think it's, of that, by the way? I, I never asked you about that. About what, the statement? Yeah. You read it, right? Yeah. I mean, look, I liked it. Me too. I mean, I, if there's I anything actually, I'm going to give James Dolan, James Dolan credit for, Dolan. if he wrote that, I, I give him credit. For I that, was shocked honestly, that they actually went after the league like that. But you know too. what? I felt in the, I felt in this case the league deserved it. Me and, too. You know, and Batman you, is you know he's a. I'm not going to say people it. are going to call the Rangers the organization like oh my god this happens all the time and now all of a sudden it happens to the Rangers and they're crying about it. like I think I take it from a different perspective. I think they're showing some guts here. Showing I was actually surprised that the Rangers did it. This is an original six franchise. They've been around for almost 100 years, telling the league, hey, yo, you got to up your game because this is one of the best players in the league. One of the guys you market the game around, one of the guys that we win because of, who just got body slammed without a helmet on, head first into, yeah, which could have been awful. Like it could have been really bad. And he got a 10 minute misconduct for it. And that was the worst that happened. Well, so I think I took it from a, a stance of they were, I mean, dare I say they were showing some leadership because I know a ton of teams have a problem with Paros and the, and the department of player safety. Well, so, I mean, I mean I'm, someone I'm said it. That, I'm shocked. That, uh, uh, Dolan um, uh, came up with that. To be yeah. Honest. Someone um, said it eventually. So I don't know. I don't know what, what, what's the truth there. Who, 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 who wrote it? Who, yeah. If JD or Gordon knew about it at all. Yeah. I, yeah. Don't, I don't know. Um, but what's interesting is that, uh, I don't know when listening to Messier on the Michael K show, I was surprised that, you know, and I, I was surprised that he was so blase about what happened. In other words, he said that he, he criticized, he criticized the Rangers, um, yeah. For putting a team together that had no one couldn't to defend a that. guy like, Panera but when they asked him about happens. Wilson, he basically said, you know, Look, he's he's one of those guys where you you don't like him, but when he's on your team, you like him. And he he was very complimentary. And I think he didn't see that big of a deal. The game changed, and I have to say, like part of me was a little ups, not upset, but disappointed. I think that's um, a disappointed of- in that that he might if if he is going to be the coach. Like, are they just going to try and like put together a team? They think this like 1985 still, or are they going to really? Like- yeah, there. I mean, obviously, there's a middle ground somewhere. Yeah. Well, I, that's I agree. what we've, we've been talked advocating about that, for. But I just that's hope what we've that, been advocating for. They have too much of one. They need yeah, a little bit other. I hope but it's you can't not like have getting. Yeah, you extremes. can't go get Donald Brashear now. You know. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. Um, so, but but I don't know. Also, I, don't I think know. it's a product that I didn't watch the Michael K one Messi I was on because I was in class. 
but um not a real fan yeah uh i was gonna say oh like uh it might just be that he's a product of his era well that's what because, he was saying listen i know what tom wilson did changed. i know but i know what tom wilson did was egregious like that's what he did was insane he's got issues but yeah that not the act but that player was a lot more obviously a lot more common in the 80s and 90s and stuff where where you could have somebody where not even like tom wilson but you somebody could take up who, a like, roster spot yeah somebody a... who didn't score right no ever of of course. But like their sole purpose was to manhandle people I, and, and and I, who I, I, had I, mental issues. Look yeah. at Marty McSorley. He he was playing with Gretzky. Mart you don't slap someone aside the head with a stick like a baseball bat unless you got something wrong with you. No, I so hear obviously you, I hear these you. guys are messed up, but there All were a lot more of them way back when. And I think Messier is just used obviously he's used to playing yeah. with them. No, so and he said he, he acknowledged that that the game has changed, but yeah. But he, I mean, he, like he nowadays, on his thing that he, I was a little surprised because he's usually somewhat diplomatic. But and and that's what got me wondering, like, you know, they asked him if he had any contact with Jim Dolan or with Chris. You know, what did they think about? <clears throat> what was he think about Chris Drury? And he went right into like, no, nah, I haven't talked to anybody for years, and I know, I know of Chris Drury. Seems great. Blah blah blah. He went into like full like, I don't know anything that's going on with the most recent development. Maybe he doesn't. Maybe he doesn't. No, I'm not saying he's lying. But it was interesting to me, given how he's a big – I mean, he's, he sees himself, I think, as a ranger. I mean, obviously, he sees himself as an oiler, but he still lives in New York City. And he the Canuck. To, Don't forget still, about the Canucks. Yeah, he still wants to have an, a role with the Rangers organization. It surprised me how blunt he was when they asked him about the Wilson thing in that he didn't go after Wilson so much and how blunt he was in saying, I wouldn't have put the – I mean, I, you can get the direct quote. He basically said, like, I wouldn't have constructed a team in Where that this would happen. because there's different philosophies. They've obviously gone with one philosophy because I wouldn't have put, put together a team. And I'm not saying he's right or wrong. I'm saying I was surprised how blunt he was in saying they basically are a bunch of, you know. Yeah, but honestly, he's not totally wrong. No, no, I'm not saying he's right or wrong. I'm saying what surprised me was how blunt he was because usually I don't think he's that blunt, especially when he's criticizing the he was criticizing yeah. the Rangers. So that got me thinking, like, you know, either he's really interviewing for a job here on the Michael K show with the Rangers, mm-hmm. or something. You know, they, there has been communication, like, it, like he. I'm was sure there has been very, very critical of how they've constructed this team, Gorton and John Davidson, yeah, who were just I'm sure fired. There has been. So I don't know. It would seem a little. It seemed a little odd to me when I was listening. I was like, "Whoa!" Like I was surprised. Messier is like, yeah, calling them out for constructing a team of, you know, softies, and they had no answer, and he wouldn't have done it that way. You know, I was like, "Damn, that doesn't sound like Mark Messier talking about the New York Rangers on a radio show." Yeah, you know? so it sounds like he's trying to. Yeah, I get and then it. after they announced that Drury was the president. And GM, because there was some speculation. Somebody tweeted that. Yeah, Messier was going to be GM. Um, or Brooks hinted at it. They were um, courting him. If if Drury is, uh, that's what got me saying um, I, he's going to be the next coach. Because he's got to be, he's going to be, he's going to be involved in this somehow. But, but yeah. maybe not. We'll see. I know, I mean, we know our, at this point. We know our preferred guy is Brindamore right now. But I think, yeah. obviously, if James Dolan has... And I, I don't want to say a puppet, because it is Mark Messier. And I don't think he just, you know... But, you know, a, a guy who's, who's a legend, 
who he can just hire, make the fans happy instead of going out full throttle and getting the guy like a guy like Brindamore, I think Dolan will probably rather yeah, go sure. with Messier. And obviously, if Messier turns the team around and wins a Stanley Cup, that would be I mean, that would be insane. Like they have to do another jersey, right? Like I don't even know what they would do if Messier coaches them to a championship. The dude is going to become like legend times if he, five. If he does that, then the only next step, I think, is they have to contact the uh, the Pope and the Vatican, and he has to be canonized as yeah, a saint, maybe a living saint. I mean, yeah. there's no other. That's got to be if that were to happen, it's got to be the greatest New York sport athlete. I mean, he might already be right now. Well, let's says not Derek let's not Jeter, get ahead of ourselves because you know don't wrong. count out David Quinn yet. Um, All right. Okay, well, I got to leave in like nine minutes. So, all right. So, real listen. Quickly, wait, I just wanted to ask. Yeah, I'm sorry. Go what do you think? We talked about this a little uh, yesterday, but do you think anything's going to happen tonight in terms of uh, the Rangers? Here's what, I, here's what I think is going to happen. And I'm not advocating for one thing or another. I never would advocate for anyone getting hurt, but we all have watched hockey for a long time. I don't think. Um, Anyone in the Rangers is going to take a run at Nick Backstrom or the goalie or do anything like that. Um, yet, I don't think the Rangers are just going to play this game and do nothing. Here's what I think is going to happen, and it might be my worst-case scenario mind in, in action. I, I do think somebody is going to challenge Tom Wilson to a fight. And like uh, we and said, it would probably be Brendan probably Smith. Probably be Brendan Smith. Why? He's like I, the I, only guy they have like, left yeah. right now. And they're, they're going to get demolished, and it's just going to look even worse for them. That's um, what I. That's what we talked about yesterday. That's what was our prediction. That's what. That's what, what I think happen. is going to happen. I'm usually really bad with predicting stuff, where I, you know, I would start betting sports. So, but that's what <laughs> I think is going to happen. But I don't think anyone's going to take us a, a stick to uh, uh, Tom Wilson's wrist. I mean, do yeah. I think that uh, somebody could do that? I would have no problem with that. But you know, I, I would. I wouldn't try and put anyone board them into the boards where they can get seriously. You know, I mean, not, never go after the head. But you can certainly, you know, pull a Bobby Clark on someone, go after their ankle or something. I mean, yeah. if they wanted to do that. But listen, I don't think any I of that mean, will happen. What do you think, it, if anything, it, will happen? Okay. I was just – I'm just going to preface this with real quickly. Is it – is that sort of retaliation after what happened last game part of the game anymore, really? Not so much. Not really. I mean, you see it every once in a while yeah, where games get, but I mean, like, see, re- but, okay, but think about it, brawls. think about it, think about it like this, like in 2012 or whatever, when the Rangers and the Devils played and there was that like rough yeah. game. So the next time they played, they both started their fourth lines and there was like six fights at once. That doesn't happen anymore. Yeah, not as, not as much, but I think it's still, I mean, that rarely happens now, ago? but if I'm on the Rangers, but the league has also said that it, it should happen because they said what happened in with Tom Wilson was no big deal. So yes, but what I'm saying that's what if I am if I am on the Rangers and hopefully a little bit bigger and stronger and all that stuff more than I am right now, I would yeah I'd be hacking and whacking and slashing as much as I could at this guy because you know what at the end of the day what's the worst that's going to happen? I'm going to get a $5,000 fine. Everything's on the table. He put a line, he drew a line in the sand and then he crossed it and there was no punishment. So now everything's on the table. Is anything, are they going to do anything about it? Probably not. Right. Theoretically, everything's on the table. I agree with you. Brendan Smith will probably fight him. All the respect to Brendan Smith, totally honorable. I really like Brendan Smith. I like the way he plays, 
absolutely respectful, honorable, all that stuff. I don't think he's going to win the fight. That doesn't really matter. It's about the message, but it is sort of like, I'd rather you know, two-handed slash I'd rather someone wrist. knock him out or something like that. But, but they don't have anybody who could do that. Theory, they won't theory, do I'm it. Not... It's it's kind of upsetting that nothing's going to happen just because well, you Also, we'll I want to say, also I want to say if JD and Gordon did distance themselves from that statement, that's also a little bit upsetting to me. Because I would want my GM and the president of the damn team to stand up for your franchise player and your, you know, your superstar talent when you want it to be stood up for. I'm sorry. That yeah, was a little I mean, soft to me, if that's true. We'll see. Yeah, I don't but, know. Uh, Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. I could see that I don't that think point. anything will happen tonight. Nothing too drastic. Just a fight. Maybe some, you know, high tempo. It may, they, it may just be a very uh, calm, meek game on the range. It's very party, possible they lose what's again. Transpired the past twenty-four to forty-eight hours. So yeah, um, who knows? It should be listen, interesting because of all the, everything that's happened. Um, I, 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 we, we were, we were saying on the last podcast uh, that seemed like so long ago, the one that just uh, came out that, um, that. Uh, the summer should be an interesting one now. I mean, uh, now it's got a whole lot. Everything's of, up in the air. Uh, now uh, it's uh, a whole lot more interesting. This could either uh, open. The I heard door they're going to try and sign Marcel Dion again. I don't know if that's true. Or not. <laughs> this could open the door. Is he still alive? I, I hope so. <laughs> this opens the door for either like a lot of good things that could happen or a, a real, like a lot of bad. <laughs> yep. So and we'll see. I not guess, to change topics, summer. but it's been a tough day. And obviously, uh, Jake Degrom is not pitching tonight because he. Has oh a, my God, that was terrible. His lat, yeah. So I saw that news and I almost soon. started crying because I yeah, was like, "This so, is going to ruin the entire day for me because I can't listen, watch the Mets." It is not easy. They have the been Mets hitting. They have been hitting been. lately. They have been hitting yeah. lately. Um, Donnie's around now. Yeah, but Degrom was for a while the only thing I was looking for. So we to said we were going to do just thirty minutes, and I think it's what been an hour. How long was? No, it has not been an hour. Maybe like forty-five, but I should go now. All right. Listen to all our fans, NYRDNA podcast at gmail.com. NYRDNA podcast at gmail.com. Let Don't us know miss what out. Think. Do not Don't miss, miss out. out. Uh, kudos to Bonds and Gravy. Uh, great <laughs> ice cream, great sandwiches up in Calicoon, New York. Um, and uh, listen, uh, we'll see what happens. As always, uh, the Rangers are uh, always. Good for yeah. a few laughs. This has been a very exciting year so far. Um, and it's not I, over. I, I hope we don't hear get an email from uh, Jim Dolan. He's, he's going to be mad at us. Who's Jim Dolan? Yeah, exactly. Um, all right, folks. Um, uh, good luck. Good luck to the Rangers <laughs> tonight. Good luck to everybody. And as always, keep it real. All right. Thank you for tuning in to NYRDNA. <laughs>